The final Mosin-It Lounge of the decade is devoted to setting up, installing and demonstrating the Amazon Fire TV Stick. It's a low-cost, highly accessible way to engage with entertainment and it has Amazon's popular voice assistant built right in. Mosin-It Large Podcast you're very welcome to contribute to the podcast, and there are two ways to do it. You can drop me an email to Jonathan, that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, at mushroomfm.com. You can write something in that email, or you can attach an audio recording using anything that records and that you can attach to an email. You can also call the listener line. That number is in the United States. It's 864-60-MOSIN, 864-606-6736, and record a message that could be included in the podcast. Concise contributions always help. We can't include everything because of the volume of contributions we receive. And please note that if we do use your content, we reserve the right to edit it for clarity and brevity. You can follow Mosin at Large, all one word, on Twitter to join the conversation with other listeners, to get sneak peeks about what's coming up on the podcast. And I regularly tweet links that I think will be of interest to Mosin at Large listeners. To keep up to date with Mosin at Large and radio-related activities I'm doing, you can subscribe to our media email list. It's announcements only, and the traffic is very light. To do that, send a blank email to media-subscribe at mosin.org. That's media-subscribe at mosin.org. The podcast version of this show contains extracts from the full version, which is heard live on Mushroom FM at mushroomfm.com and anywhere that you listen to radio stations at 2 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time on a Saturday afternoon. For the full Mosin at Large experience, I encourage you to be part of that community. And finally, before we get into the episode this week, a reminder that this podcast is long, and to help you navigate past the bits that you aren't interested in to the bits that you are, it's segmented by chapters. If you have a podcast app capable of supporting chapters, and many on iOS and Android do this, you can skip between segments of the show. It's great to be with you for what is the final Mosin at Large, not only of 2020, but of the decade. And we'll get to the main feature and the only feature in this episode in just a moment, which is to first install and then to demonstrate the Amazon Fire TV stick. A reminder that unless something really grabs me, we're taking a break over the summer and we'll be back with the first episode of Mosin at Large for the new year and the new decade on the 23rd of January 2021 when we will have our regular chat format. So you're welcome to get any thoughts, questions, contributions in over the break so that we'll have something to play and something to work with when we come back. But I would like to thank you very much for an amazing year for Mosin at Large. Looking back, I see we have published a whopping 74 episodes across the year. So it has been a busy one, and I can't thank you enough for making this show what it has become because we do rely extensively on listener contributions, and I really appreciate that. Jonathan Mosin, Mosin at Large Podcast. Welcome to our in-depth look at setting up and using an Amazon Fire TV. And we're in the living room at Mosin Towers, and to start this process, we're on the Zoom F6 recording with two Sony lavalier microphones, the very same ones that you can often hear being used on TV networks. Incredible. Uh, welcome, Heidi Taylor. Uh, welcome. Back by popular demand. Yes. <laughs> what we have to do first is we have a shortage of HDMI 
ports on our Samsung TV. They're all four at the moment. We've got the Apple TV, the Sonos Arc, and the Xbox. And there are only three HDMI ports. So what we're going to do is we're going to unplug the Xbox, which we use the least. Yep. And into that port, we're going to plug an HDMI extender. And this has multiple, how many? Five, I think. Yes, five. HDMI ports. And it's supposed to auto-sense. It comes with its own remote control, but it also auto-sense. So when you start playing from something, it's supposed to switch to it auto-magic-ly. Yep. Yeah. So where do we start with this endeavor? Well, are we starting with the HDMI switch then? Okay, that's, that sounds like a logical way to start. Okay. Right. Oh. What's the name and model of this auto HDMI switch? Uh, this is the... A Logic five port HDMI switch with wireless remote. Oh, Got to have the wireless remote. Yes, and it does four K signals. It's got the HDMI two standard, I think it said, and so it has five inputs and then the one output. Right. There we go. Okay. So here's the inside box. Oh, thank you. I've been handed the box. And what's in it? Well, there's a, a bunch of power sort of wall, wall plugs yep. for it to plug into the wall. We do have quite a lot of plugs now, don't we? I mean, wall outlets here. Yes. So that's good. We got an electrician in a while ago because we were so wired. And here's a cable. What is this? Oh, this is the power supply, is it? Yep. What is it? Where does the cable go? Oh, 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 my goodness. Now we've just catapulted the... <laughs> Was it the remote control? Yeah, it was the remote. Oh. So this is this is the remote. Okay. And it's a little plastic right and now. And actually, so I'm going to give you this box yep. and I'm going to unwrap the remote. So this is the remote control for the HDMI extender box thing. Yep. It feels, when it's in its plastic, quite similar to the Apple TV remote. But actually, now that I'm guessing to it, it doesn't, the remote itself doesn't feel like it. I mean, it's slim like the Apple TV It is TV slim, remote. yeah. Um, but... It's plasticky, whereas the Apple TV remote feels sort of classier. Yeah. And it doesn't have that many buttons on. It's no. got a button at the top. Yep, that's the power button. Fair enough. And then another three buttons. Yep, uh, one, two, and three for oh. the d different channels. And, and then, then four, five. Yep. Okay. And then those are sideways arrows, so you can just switch from channel to channel. Oh, up and down. Yeah. Oh, okay. Very straightforward remote. Yeah, no nothing too complicated. Are we collecting bits of plastic to throw away and the bits of yeah. plastic throwing out things? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then at the top, you've got, is it a USB port of some kind? Uh, that's the little um, IR cutout for oh. the IR Oh, yes, yeah, so I see signal. a little dot in there. Yeah. Okay. And presumably it's battery powered. Yes, I think so it has it... one of those little coin batteries. Okay. Right. So it's all ready to roll, is it? It should be. All right. Okay. Where are we going to set this up? Well, we need to put it, I guess, on the table by the TV, don't we? Because yeah. it's got to plug into the TV. Depending on the length of the HDMI cables. Um, do we have a spare HDMI cable? Do we need one? Well, we'll need one to go out of the HDMI box, won't we? I guess we do. I guess I didn't think that one might not be provided. So, or we might have one from the Blu-ray player. I'll go check over there in a minute. All right, we're going to... <laughs> since, since we're not using that at all. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
Yeah. Here's the little unit. Um, I'll have to unmike myself to go check for this cable. <laughs> okay. So I'm unwrapping the unit or in case in its environmentally friendly plastic. <laughs> oh dear. This is definitely not your sort of premium unboxing experience of the HDMI extender. But it does seem quite straightforward. And I can just get the plastic. There we go. Okay, so on the rear, we simply have five HDMI ports all in a row, yep. nicely spaced. On the right-hand side, there's a couple of, there's the power uh, socket. Yep. And what's... What's That's the output HDMI port. Fair enough, too. And then on the front, we have some lights and just one button. Yes. Does that cycle you between the... Yeah, so it, it will just cycle to the next channel. Okay. Very good. And I'll I found an plastic. HDMI cable. Tremendous! <laughs> okay. So, I guess... Would you rather it was on the left or the right of the TV? I guess is the question. I think we'll just use whatever makes sense, okay. you know, from from logistical point of view. Uh, PowerPoint wise, I guess it makes more sense on the left. On the left, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. It's very handy having these lavalier mics. You could just walk around with the mic pinned to you. Yes. Yeah. Tremendous. So I guess I should pick the New Zealand wall plug option. I think that will probably yield better outcomes, yes. Yes. <laughs> How I get it on is another question. Ah. Is it just like a push-in one or is it a slide? Slide. Here we go. Okay. Okay, I got it. And they also have, I think that's a UK one, a US one, and then... I don't know what the last one is. It has little round pins. What a shame that <laughs> there is COVID around because otherwise we could travel the world with our little HDMI extender box. <laughs> Plug into all the hotel TVs. Yeah. Yeah. Live the dream. We're all plugged in with the power. So okay. And so then when we have we disconnected the Xbox? Not yet. Okay. So that's the next step. Yeah. And I wonder whether we should then turn the TV on and have it recognize that the box is there or whether we should connect the fire stick first. Mm. I'm not really sure. I think it probably makes sense to um, connect the fire stick first and, okay. then just, and then just plug the whole thing into the uh, HDMI port of the TV. Okay. From what I can gather from the user guide of the fire stick, they also ship with a HDMI extender cable. Okay. And while we're talking about that, I must say that the quality of the user guide of the Fire Stick was the best that I have ever read of a mainstream product. They actually have a Fire Stick with voice view user guide, and clearly it has been written by a blind person because the description is so good, sort of talking about the feel of the buttons, the position of things, and it's just a brilliant job. I think 
Amazon has really um, set best in class in terms of a mainstream company doing a good job with blindness-specific documentation. Really cool. Yeah, because we have Amazon as the wake word here in the living room for our uh, Echo device. (laughs) Because we have the Sonos Arc, which answers to the usual word. So our cup runneth over with soup drinkers in here. HDMI cables plugged in. Yep. Um, I haven't plugged the Xbox into the the new Switch yet. No, that's fine. We can do that later and make sure it all works. Yep. (laughs) So are we going to unbox the Fire Stick? Yes. Woo! Okay. Do you want to do the honours? Oh, if you like. Right. I've got scissors if they're needed. More environmentally friendly plastic. Yep. It's kind of like a a, a loose a loose shrink wrapping. Okay, here you go. Cool. And it's got a shiny top on the of the box. Uh, like on one side here, we've got slightly raised. So that's the front. Print. What does that say? Uh, it's not raised print. It's actually like raised, um, but it, it's representing the buttons on the remote. Oh. <clears throat> so, yeah, they've added that extra detail. What's the best, what's the least um, aggressive way to unbox this? Um, there is a plastic ah. tape tab just here. This thing? That, that yeah, thing and there? it just pulls across and it should. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And then I think the top opens, like, upwards. Beautiful. (laughs) Okay, and then that will slide out. Here, I'll give you the box. See, because I always share. Oh, very friendly. You're welcome to have the box. And now I'm um, unboxing. It's kind of like... Extends lengthways, and on one side, kind of like a book. Yeah. And on on one side, there's all sorts of paraphernalia. Here's some print for you. you Thank can, you. Yeah. Uh, what is that? We've got the Quick Start Guide, mm-hmm. telling me some of the um, commands, the voice commands, and the other one's just a brief explanation of the remote and what's included in the box. That's USB, isn't it? Uh, yes, USB yeah. A to micro USB. Yes, and so this is how it gets power. Uh, and what they say in the guide is that you can plug the Fire Stick into the USB port of your TV for power if you have a spare USB port. So this yeah. is purely for power. But they also say you might be better using the power brick because the TV might not supply enough power. Okay. Next, we have two batteries. What are they, double A's? Uh, triple A's. Triple A's, and they are for the remote. They're, they're Amazon branded. Wow. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Here is a, is that a New Zealand plug? That's the US it's plug. It's a US plug, yeah, slightly different But, but they sent us. They sent us a, a New, Zealand. New Zealand one. Yeah, so that's for the USB cable to plug into power. Yeah. Um, what other goodies do we have? Trying to get at them. Ah, this looks like the remote. Yep. So I'll just pocket that for the moment. Okay. (laughs) And this is the actual Fire TV stick. Yes. It's cute. It's like a kind of a stick of chewing gum, isn't it? Pretty small. Yeah. When you consider that it does very similar things to an Apple TV, 
and yet it's all on this, you know, it's kind of Chromecast-like, isn't it? Isn't the Chromecast like this, the, the new ones that they just plug into HDMI? Yeah, in that sort of way. It, yeah, it is similar. Um, I'm trying to get into the packaging for this Fire Stick. It's really closely shrink-wrapped. <laughs> So we're just unwrapping the fire stick. Okay, and so all we have is a HDMI dongle yeah. and an HDMI mail connector at the end. It just looks like an oversized USB pen drive. Yeah, that's a really good description of it, yeah. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Okay, so I'll hand it over to you. Oh, we have, let's have a look at the remote. Oh, it's in your pocket. Oh, good point. <laughs> oh, I forgot I put it there. <laughs> Okay, well, um, because we've got to put batteries in the remote. Yes. Here you go. Thanks. Now, oh, is there more wrapping? Yeah. More wrapping to do on the bottom buttons for whatever reason. So take that top off. There we go. Very clearly defined buttons. And if I understand the documentation correctly, this top button here is the voice button. Uh, that's the power button oh, in the top and then corner, the voice is... and then the voice one's like top center. That's right. I forgot you can power it off. Okay. So and then, so on the very top left, um, you know it's the top left because there's a kind of a smooth surface at the end. That's the infrared sensor. Yeah. So you can clearly tell which way is up. And then the very top left, you've got the power button right under that is the voice button, which you hold down, I understand. And then you've got this kind of select the pad. Press it in the middle for select, left, right, up and down. Yeah. And then the middle button with a dot on is the home button, isn't it? Uh, yep, it has a picture of a little house. And then to the left of that is back. Yes. And the right is, is it menu? Uh, yeah, I think so. It looks like a menu button. It's and like the hamburger three-line symbol. To enable voice view, which is the screen reader built into Fire TV and, and Amazon products that have a screen reader, you hold the left and the right button down on the top row below the selector pad. And then what do we have? Uh, next? We have uh, rewind, play, pause, and then fast forward. And then this looks like this is a rocker that goes uh, up and down. A volume rocker, I assume. Yeah, it looks like a volume. And then a button all on its own at the bottom. That's the mute button. Oh, good. I'll push it. Now I can't hear you. <laughs> right. So we need to put batteries in it. They gave us Amazon. Oh, I have to push the button again. There we go. I can yep. hear you again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got the batteries. <laughs> hey, right. At least I'm consistent. <laughs> okay, so the back slides off. You just push down like down along the back and it slides down. Yep. And then the batteries go in a row together. And again, with the documentation that they have done for blind people, they give you these really clear instructions about how to insert the batteries correctly. And it's, they've done such a good job with their documentation. I was thoroughly impressed. Okay, here you go. Right. It's got batteries now. Cool. Okay, so then the next step is to connect the TV stick to the HDMI extender. Yes. And 
Oh, and, and plug it into that wall. Do we have any free ports, uh, wall outlets? Uh, <clears throat> I might have to do some jiggery pokery. Okay. <laughs> well, the good news is we we don't need the mushroom. The old mushroom pot plugged in, which has been plugged in up here and switched off since the 9th of September. Ah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, I don't need to do jiggery pokery because it's a very nice USB B thingy. Okay. Wall. What are they called? Wall. Power bricks. That's it. Sorry, I got very excited. Mm. Unlike Apple, it's actually included. It, yes. Is it worth just trying to plug it into the USB port of the TV that we're not using, do you think? Uh, to do that, I'd have to move where I put the switch because the USB port's on the other side. Okay, so in other words, no. Well, it could, <laughs> if you wanted me to. No, I no, it's fine. Let's go it. with the safe. I mean, they say it could be risky doing that anyway, so. Okay. If we wanted to. Mm-hmm. We could plug it into the USB port on the multiboard instead of using the power brick. Would you rather do that or plug it directly into a plug? Well, yeah, I mean, because it's just sitting there, isn't it? It's there to be used, and yeah. that should supply enough power. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's a good idea. We'll do that. Save yeah. PowerPoint. Yeah. I remember that when I didn't realize that Americans do not call wall outlets power points like we do, and I was crawling around a hotel one of my first days by myself in an American hotel. Yeah. I couldn't find a wall outlet and I called reception and I you know, called the front desk and I said, where are the PowerPoints? And he said, that's a computer program, sir, isn't it? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, what do you call them? Okay. So I've got the power plugged in and now I plug it into the HDMI Yep, yep, and then we'll try and turn it all on and see what the Samsung TV makes of it. It's being difficult. Oh no! What is? The, well, either the HDMI switch or the Fire Stick TV. It doesn't want to plug into the HDMI port. Did they supply an extender with it? Because they did say that they had... Yeah, there's this little dongly looking thing. So that might... Maybe that will be easier for for the dongly thing to plug into the... Okay, I'll uh, try that. Set, yeah. Oh, yeah. That seemed happier. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's just got a bit of extra cable now. But, right. And then I guess we turn on the TV. Yeah, and see if anything happens. So the Fire Stick's got power DTV now, right? Terrestrial. Channel yes. 8, 3 plus 1. Yes, All it does. Document web. Document web. Smart Hub, three items home. Uh, you have just ambient mode sim apps. Very important. Sir, source. Tell us what it is. So it's still seeing the Xbox One. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still seeing the channel. Okay, so we've got a picture of the remote and then a lot of different languages cycling through, which okay. I don't all know. So I'm going to try and do what I believe one does to turn voice view on. So I'll push these two buttons. You've got the remote upside down. I have down. got the remote upside down because there's no dot in the middle one. Okay, so the left one, which is back, and the right, which is menu, I believe. We hold them down or just press them down together. Uh, it seems to have just connected the remote by ah, registering that's a, good a button point. They press. did tell me to do that, that... You've got to you've got to make the remote pair. So that's right. I'm going from memory. So what we've done now is because we pressed a, oh, gee, 
<laughs> because we pressed a key on the remote control that has uh, had the Fire Stick see the remote. So that is an important first step. Now that that's done and the documentation did indicate it would make that noise, uh, we should now be able to try turning voice view on. Just made the noise, didn't it? Yeah. Maybe I need to hold it down a bit longer. I'll try holding it down. There we go. Voice view ready. Welcome to voice view on Fire TV Stick. If you started voice view accidentally, press the back button to turn off voice view. Press the play pause button on your remote to begin a brief voice view tutorial. The play pause button is the middle button in the bottom row of three small buttons. All right, I'll push it. Voice view tutorial. Are you new to voice view on Fire TV Stick? Press the play pause button on your remote to continue the tutorial. The play pause button is the middle button in the bottom row of three small buttons. To exit the tutorial, press the fast forward button. The fast forward button is the right button in the bottom row of three small buttons. We'll push play pause. Locating buttons on your remote. If you have a voice remote, the small button at the top of your remote is the microphone button. You can press and hold the microphone button to search by voice or make an Alexa request. The large round button near the top of your remote, inside a ring, is the select button. The ring around the select button is the navigation ring and is used to navigate up, down, left, and right. Below the large round button there are two rows of three small buttons. In the top row, from left to right, is the back button, home button, and menu button. In the bottom row, from left to right, is the rewind button, play slash pause button, and fast forward button. Press select to continue, or any other key to hear this description again. Fantastic. Okay, I'll push select. Explore your remote. Press any key on your remote to hear its description. Press and hold select to stop exploring your remote and continue the tutorial. The select button is the large round button near the top of your remote inside a ring. If you have a voice remote, the small button at the top of your remote is the microphone button. Please note that pressing the microphone button will not provide a verbal description. Also, since voice view utilizes the menu button, press it twice to perform the standard menu function. Okay. I will press this one. Nothing happens. I was pressing the volume, what I think is the volume up and down button. I'll push this button here. It's not responding. That's not good. Back. Returns to the previous screen. Menu. Interacts with voice view. Press once and voice view will read orientation text, usage hints, and other on-screen text. Press and hold to switch between standard and review modes. Press it twice to perform the menu function and display a menu based on the screen or app. Home. Returns to the home screen. Okay. And what else? Rewind. Skips back in the movie, TV show, or music. While voice view is speaking, rewind will skip backwards through available content. That's pretty slick that you can do that. Play. Stops speech if voice view is speaking. Otherwise, plays or pause as a movie, TV show, or music. Fast forward. 
skips forward in a movie, TV show, or music. While voice view is speaking, fast forward will skip forwards to available content. That's pretty cool. We've got the navigation pad. Left moves to the item to the left of the currently focused item. Right moves to yeah, the item okay. to the so, right of the currently focused item. I'll hold down select. Select. Chooses an item. Tip tips. Use the up and down buttons on your remote to read tips on this screen. When done, press and hold select to exit the tutorial. Heading 1 of 5. To enable or disable voice view from any screen, hold down the back and menu buttons for 2 seconds. Heading 2 of 5. You can adjust reading speed and volume in settings. Heading 3 of 5. Hold the menu button for 2 seconds to enter or exit review mode. Review mode allows you to explore the screen including all on-screen text item by item using the left and right buttons. Heading 4 of In review mode you can adjust the selected granularity by pressing up and down. For example you could use up and down to set granularity to character then use left and right to spell a word. Heading 5 of 5. Okay so that's kind of Android like. I will hold down select. English, United States, checked, 1 of 14. Okay. Use up or down to move between items. Got hints there. I presume there are no other versions of English, are there? Uh, there are five versions oh, of English. Oh, okay, we'll go down. English, United Kingdom, 2 of 14. English, Australia, 3 of English. Canada, 4 of 14. English, India, 5 of 14. Deutsch, Deutschland, 6 of 14. We'll keep it at English, US, I think. In, in, English, English, United States. Does it wrap? No, not English, that one anyway. English, United States. We'll select that. Scanning for networks. Ooh. Scan, connect to your network. Manondorfi, 1 of 8. And we'll go down. Oh, we have to write error. Man on Dwarfy 5G, 2 of 8. Well, connect to the 5G network here, the 5 gigahertz network, which is called Man and Wi-Fi 5G. So we'll press select. Edit. Enter password for Man and Wi-Fi 5G. A. Alpha. Okay. And on screen keyboard. All rows and columns of keys wrap. Row 1 contains numbers. Rows 2 through 4 contain letters A through Z. And some punctuation keys. Rows 5 and 6 contain keys for caps lock, toggle to symbols, delete, and other option buttons. The play pause button is a shortcut to submit the password. The hints on this are fantastic. They've really done a good job. I don't like that it's not a QWERTY keyboard, though. You'd rather have a virtual QWERTY keyboard? I don't know. I just, like, I feel like when I look at a... A virtual keyboard that's not QWERTY, I always have to look harder to find letters, even though they're alphabetical, than if it's in a QWERTY layout. I don't know if that's true for other people, but that's just my preference. Fair enough. Mm. We've entered the password now. It's quite cool the way it speaks uppercase letters in a very high-pitched voice. And so it said that pushing play pause would submit the passcode, didn't it? Yes, it did. Yeah. And so this is play pause, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes. I'll push it. Connect. Conne connecting to man and Wi-Fi 5G. Connecting to network. Connection successful. Checking for updates. 
Um, it didn't speak this, but it's downloading the latest software update. All right. Okay. We'll let it Finishing do. updates. Sign in with your Amazon account. I already have an Amazon account. One of two. Yes, I do already have an Amazon account. Use left and right to move between <laughs> items. So well, I will select that. At, enter your Amazon login ID, A, Alpha. We'll press On pause while we keyboard. do this. We're back. Having entered the Amazon credentials, I suspect we will get the two-factor authentication here. So I should be able to press play to continue, I take it. Yes. Sign in. Registering your Amazon Verification code required. Next. Use left and right to move between items. Oh, it didn't read it. Cancel. Next. Th there's, there's a whole pop-up box above the button that it didn't read. Okay. Uh, what does it say? This Amazon account requires a verification code to complete sign-in. To register this device, enter the verification code sent to your phone in the next step. So I wonder if I can review that by pressing the menu button. Okay. Review mode on. Review mode on. I held down the menu button. Now. Sentence. Uh, okay, we'll try that. Cancel. This Amazon account yep. requires a verification code to complete sign-in. To register this device, enter the verification code sent to your phone in the next step. Cool. So that's how you do it. You can turn review mode on and review all that text. So now I'll hold down the menu button again. Review mode off. And review next. mode is off. Cancel. And next. Next button. One. Edit is editing. X033. Unread. 09X117. Is your Amazon OTP? Okay. You get that? I got 098117. You can push the button if you like. Okay. Sign in. Registering your Amazon Fire TV. Successfully registered. Hi, Jonathan Mosen. Hi, Jonathan Mosen. Your Amazon Fire TV stick is registered to. Jonathan Mosen. Dot, do you want to use this account? Continue. Button. Your Amazon Fire TV stick is registered to. Jonathan Mosen. Dot, do you want to use this account? Yep. Okay. Um, use. Excuse me. Continue. Button. Okay. Save Wi Fi passwords to Amazon? Wi-Fi passwords entered on this device will be saved to Amazon to help you connect your compatible devices. To learn more, visit www.amazon.com slash device support. You can enable or disable this feature in settings greater than network greater than Wi-Fi passwords. Yes, button. I don't see why not. Okay. Your Fire TV stick is designed with kids and parents in mind. Parental controls allow you to require a pin before playing content from Amazon Video, launching apps, purchasing digital content, or using the Amazon Shopping app to purchase physical products from Amazon. You can review and update your parental control settings anytime via settings greater than preferences greater than parental controls. Fire TV parental controls do not apply to voice purchasing with Alexa. You can control your voice purchasing settings including by requiring a speakable confirmation code, 
Using the Alexa app or at alexa.amazon.com, no parental controls asterisk button. Two of two. I don't think it's my place to Use control my parents. Use so. between items. No. Oh, I see what they mean. No parental controls is fine. Okay. Preparing your remote for setup. How was it that you ended up with the remote anyway? Because now I I'm, tried to give it back to you I'm when having, you said I could push the button. I'm having no fun. Yeah, you've got You'll it now. Be playing music during the next step. Please make sure the volume is turned up, then continue. Press the menu button twice to enter advanced setup. The menu button is the right button on the top row of three small buttons. Next button. Okay, so we'll keep going. With your Fire TV remote pointed at your TV, toggle the volume up and volume down buttons to change the volume a few times. Volume up and down is controlled with the rocker button. The rocker button is a long button below the second row of three small buttons. (laughs) Press the menu button twice to enter advanced setup. The menu button is the right button on the top row of three small buttons. So what is it trying to tell me to do? I think it's trying to get the volume control to sync with the TV sound system. Oh, so I uh, push the volume up and down? Yeah, just push, like alternate volume pushing down them. <laughs> volume down, receiver HDMI. Oh, yeah, that's what Twice to enter advanced. Volume up, receiver HDMI. Twice to enter advanced. Volume down, receiver HDMI. Twice to enter. Yeah, that's turning it down, isn't it? Yeah, yep. it is. Okay. Volume up, receiver HDMI. Okay, so now we can go on. Twice yep. to enter advanced. No button. Yes button. What was the question? Um, Use left and right between options. Did the music volume change and come out of the expected audio device? Your Fire TV remote is now successfully set up. Okay, button. Optimizing dot dot dot. (laughs) Choose your streaming services. Everything is free to add. Some will require payment for full access. Get started. Button. One of two. And then... No thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get started with this. Get started. Button. One of two. Which popular services do you want? HBO not selected. Row one, column one. Showtime not selected. Row one, column two. Which TV services do you want? Cable login required. BET not selected. Row one, column one. Um, when done, press the play slash pause button to continue. So there's a bunch of different sections that have two columns. Okay, so go back to... Which popular services do you want? Showtime not selected, row one, column two. Now I should down arrow. Yeah. I'll go back HBO here. not selected, row one, column one. And then down arrow. Yeah. Stars not selected, row two, column one. What was that one? Stars with a Z. CBS All Access not selected. Row 2. Call the CW on Fire TV not selected. Roth Philo Live and On Demand TV not selected. Roth. Okay. So there's no Netflix there. Well, not in that section. There's four different sections that I can see. The CW on which TV services do you want? Cable login required. So we won't be using any of these because we don't have a cable login. Yeah. ABC and NFL not selected. Row one, column one. Uh, This is sports and fitness. When done, press the play slash pause NBA for fire. Which featured services do you want? Pluto TV. It's free TV not selected. Row one, column one. Xumo. 
Free movies and TV not selected. Row 1, column 2. Spotify, music and podcasts not selected. Row 2, well, column 2. At least we have that one. Yeah. So. Wind, Pandora music for TV not selected. Row Spotify. Well, we may as well get music Spotify going, I suppose. Okay. Selected. Are there any other Row ones two, on this thing? Column 2. Uh, there's some. DC Universe, the ultimate DC membership not selected. Firefox for Fire TV not selected. Row Firefox. Yeah. Interesting. Pandora Music, Spotify. Okay, we'll go there. Spotify, music and podcasts selected. So when done, press oh, the right. play okay, slash so we just pause button at this point. to continue. Yeah. And that's all. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so we'll probably have to go to the store to pick Netflix. Yeah. I'll push play pause to continue. The following will be added to your home screen. Spotify, music and podcasts. App will be downloaded. Guidance suggested. Finish button. Voice you ready. Home. Two of nine. And now we're on the Use home screen. left and right yes. to move between items. Main menu. Contains top-level choices such as search, home, movies, and settings. When an item is selected, the lower portion of the screen updates to contain related content. So now the Amazon Fire TV stick is set up, and we'll just try the voice command. Make sure that's working. Spotify. Music. What's the weather today? In Clearwater, it's 73 oh, degrees Fahrenheit again. with cloudy skies. Tonight, you can look for cloudy skies moving in and out with a low of 73 degrees. So that's working, and we'll fix that up in settings like we did when we set up the bows. I wonder... <laughs> Why does it think we're there? I have no idea. I don't know whether it thinks everybody's in clear water. Yeah, but, um, but now we've set it up, and so we'll come back to the next section of the review in due course when we'll connect uh, directly to the Zoom recorder and do a demonstration of the TV stick. So thank you for getting us to this point. Oh, you're welcome. It was fun. Mosin at Large Podcast. Now that we've had the Amazon Fire TV for a few weeks, I'd like to give you a demonstration and review of it. I'm back in the living room at Mosin Towers, still with the Zoom F6 marvelous recorder, but this time with one of our Heil PR40 microphones that I'm holding. And we also have the Amazon Fire TV connected directly to the Zoom F6. The first observation I'd make is that the Fire TV stick has become our primary means of watching video on demand. We're using it a lot predominantly because of the really simple user interface, the great text-to-speech, and also because of the voice search feature. Apple TV does have something similar, but actually it is disabled in New Zealand. So if you want to use the voice search feature, in other words, Siri, you've got to set your account to a United States account. I guess one might have forgiven Apple for doing that in the very early stages of the rollout of Siri on the Apple TV, but it has been some years now, and still, Siri is not supported in New Zealand on the Apple TV. That's unfortunate because Siri is available on all other Apple products in New Zealand. Apple have said that there are certain things that need to be true on Apple TV that don't exist on other devices, and perhaps it's the same reason why they don't have HomePod in New Zealand yet either. 
It could just be that Apple is not considering New Zealand a large enough market to care about. But to be absolutely transparent about it, the Fire TV stick that I'm demonstrating here isn't officially available in New Zealand either. There's a store here called Mighty Ape. It's kind of like a tiny New Zealand equivalent of Amazon, which has imported the Fire TV stick American version. And we're using that here. And it seems to be working really well for us. The remote control appears to be really sensitive. I don't know whether it's my usage, whether I just have to tap and release the keys a bit more quickly than I'm doing, but it doesn't appear to be a hardware problem with the remote because we've also got our TV configured so that it can act as a remote control for the Fire TV stick, and I've connected one of those Logitech K811 keyboards. This is quite cool to have, because it means with one keyboard, we can control the TV, the Apple TV, and the Fire TV stick. You just push F1, F2, and F3 to switch between the device that you want to control, and then it works really well. And even when holding keys down, such as the up and down arrow keys to navigate the menus, I do find that sometimes it is jumping around. So I've been doing my best to release the key that I'm pressing as soon as I've pressed it, and that does seem to help a bit. So it could be technique on my part, but it is really sensitive to holding those keys down, it appears. I guess the logic behind that being that some people will want to scroll. I have the Fire TV remote in my hand and we're going to take you on a tour. I'll press the up arrow just to see where we are. Home, two of nine. Use left and right to move between items. So you can hear the hint there. Home is kind of like the shop front window of the Fire TV. If we use the left and right arrow keys, we can navigate between major sections of the Fire TV home screen. I'm going to down arrow now. Watch the Spanish princess on princess stars, two of seven. Of I am a Spanish princess, sent by God to marry the future king of England. And that is what I'll do. That's the preview of the movie that it's talking about. Now, if I do... 007 on Pluto TV. Three there we go. Seven. I'm going to wipe arrow just to stop that. Home, two of nine. When something is highlighted on the home row like that, you do get by default to see a short preview of the movie or TV show that they're highlighting. Obviously, that can be a little bit disconcerting for some blind people maybe who hear their text to speech being interrupted so you can turn that feature off in settings and we will take a look at settings but it's kind of a nice way to take a look quickly at some of the things that they are highlighting on this row there's nothing you have to do other than give focus to the item and then you get a preview to show you this a little more we'll down arrow again 007 on Pluto TV, 3 of 7. Now a right arrow. Watch The Secret Life of Bees for free on INDB TV, 4 of 7. We need a place to stay. There's the preview. Who's going to take a minute if we don't? It's kind of a cool way to just browse around, you know? Window shop, I right arrow. How to train your dragon three available to buy. Five of seven. So that's how this works. Now, if I down arrow. Recent Netflix. 
Use up and down to move between categories such as new releases or comedy. Use left and right to move between items in the category. Good hints there. Netflix. We have been watching a lot of The Crown on Netflix, and that's why it's come right up here in recent. Netflix is very accessible on the Fire TV. I'll demonstrate that because I know a lot of people use Netflix because of the amount of audio described content they have. I should say, though, as a plug to the Amazon Prime service, that there is a lot of audio described content on there as well. So don't overlook that. I'll press the select button to go into Netflix. And we're getting no feedback there. I did let that go for a bit because sometimes things on the Fire TV can take a long... On the profile oh, selection in fact, there screen. we go. Who's watching Netflix? Jonathan, one of five buttons. So I thought that something had popped up on the screen, but the Fire TV wasn't speaking it. VoiceView wasn't speaking it. In fact, that's not the case. It just took a really long time to load. And this is one big contrast that you will experience between, say, the Fire TV and the Apple TV box. It is much slower, and sometimes things take a long time to happen, so just be aware of that. I'll press Select to go into my Netflix profile. On the Browse screen, in the Spotlight row, one title in this row, Diana, in her own words. A fresh account of Princess Diana's public life troubled marriage and personal struggles in her own voice play i guess that's come up because we have just watched the crown season four on netflix so it's suggesting that we might want to watch that and if i press select on play that show will begin to play you can arrow around of course if i down arrow in the popular on netflix row 75 titles in this row the crown Number one in New Zealand today, duty, family, power. A young woman rises to rule an empire amid the challenges of the modern age. 2020. Rated 16 plus. Four seasons. High definition. 5.1 audio. No Dolby Atmos on The Crown, that's a shame. The Netflix user experience is pretty consistent across platforms, so you'll know how this works if you are a Netflix user, and it works very well with Voice View on the Fire TV, albeit, as I say, a bit slowly sometimes when the app loads. I'll add here, too, that once the app has loaded, if you go back, say, to the home screen and then you come back in, it's pretty quick. That's because the app has loaded into memory previously, but it's just that loading into memory that can take quite a long time. I'll press the home key, and that's the one with the dot on the remote control to get back to that home screen. Home, two of nine. We'll just down arrow through. The Marvelous Mrs. May's recent Netflix. And now if I write arrow. Use up to be watch free movies and TV shows. News by Fire TV. QVC and HSN. Yes, that works. QVC and HSN. 
Good thing to be doing at this time of year, eh? Having a look at that. <laughs> I did actually tune in when they were showing some computer stuff, which was quite entertaining to watch. So this is all accessible, and I've had good luck. I couldn't say that every single thing that you download from the store for the Fire TV is accessible, but I've had remarkable luck with the app so far, if that's not the case. I'll down arrow. Your apps and channels, Netflix. Netflix. Our price press to move or manage this app. Netflix has come up again because I'm now in the list of apps that we've downloaded for our Fire TV. And Netflix is a third-party app. As we saw when we installed the Fire TV, that's not one of the options that comes up by default. Possibly because there's a bit of competition there between Prime and Netflix. Now I can write Arrow. Prime Video. IMDb TV. YouTube. Sports. YouTube works well, so if Sports. I left arrow, YouTube, and press select, you'll see that once again we are going to go through this delay process as the app loads into RAM. So, who's watching? There we go. Chmosen, menu item, start watching, try Alexa, watch music videos. So I didn't edit out any of that gap because I want you to understand that it can be a little bit laggy here. So I'll select. Recommended. Row. Live. NBC News Now. November 27th. NBC News. 20K Watching. Live. Welcome. You're signed into YouTube as Chmosin. There we go. And that's YouTube. Very accessible experience as well. I'll press the home key again. Home. Home, two of nine. The one thing that happens here is if you do press the home key, you will be back right at that home area again. So you have to down arrow. So if we go back down. The oops. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Recommends the Queen. News. Watch live. Recommends. Okay, what happened news. there, as you, you heard those repeated clicks, was that the remote control went a bit crazy. You really have to. Just tap and release very, very quickly. Kids and family movies. Rent or buy in dash. Sponsored. Travel channel go. Your apps and channels. Netflix. Prime video. IMDb TV. YouTube. So now if I go back into YouTube. Your app. Live. Now we're right back in there really quickly. November 27th. NBC News. 20K watching. Live. Entering dialog exit YouTube. Are you sure you want to exit YouTube? So this Cancel is one way button. to clear the RAM is if you keep going back like this, eventually you can get to an exit prompt. Exit button. And you can select exit. Your apps and channels. YouTube. Home. Two of nine. Use left and right to move between items. Now I'm back on the home screen. And if I down arrow, we'll see what else is here. The Marvelous Mrs. Recent YouTube. Your apps and channels. So there's your apps Netflix. and channels. We'll go down further. Sponsored. Pluto TV. One world of free TV. Watch free button. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free. Watch one hundreds of free TV channels and one thousands of movies and TV shows. All for free on Pluto TV. 
And that's the only thing on this line. So that's a sponsored product there. I imagine that the developer of that app has paid for the big premium placement. Well, down arrow. Rentor by N-Movies. We think you'll like the Hunger Games button. There are a few here. So the if Hunger I write arrow. Games. The Hunger Games. Catching Fire button. The Hunger Games. Mocking J Part 1 button. Jumanji. The Next Level button. The Hunger Games. Mocking J Part 2 button. And there's the, the trailer. The Hunger Games. Mocking J Part 2. 4.5 out of 5 stars from 24,837 customers. IMDb rating 6.6 .6 out of 10. 2 hours 16 minutes, 2015. One of the most celebrated movie series of all time comes to its epic end. Jennifer Lawrence stars as Cadmus Everdeen, who began her journey fighting to survive the brutal Hunger Games and rose to lead the rebellion against Ponham's President Snow. Now, Cadmus and a team of rebels from District 13 prepare for the final epic battle that will decide Ponham's future. And there is the trailer. On this recording, of course, we're getting it in stereo, but you'll get it in 5.1 if you have a 5.1 system. So we're down, Arrow. Kids and family movies. Free birds. Button. So you can see the way that you just down arrow here and get the trailers is a pretty cool way to just browse for things. It's kind of fun. Sponsored. Popular movies. Let him go. Button. We're just down Black arrowing Friday through the rows. Black Friday deals and dash up to 50% off. The Queen's Gambit. The Queen's Gambit. 16 plus. In a 1950s orphanage, a young girl reveals an astonishing talent for chess and begins an unlikely journey to stardom while grappling with a there you go. I just pressed the pause button or the play button to silence the speech, which you can at any time. Now, if I tap the menu key. Use up and down to move between categories such as new releases or comedy. Use left and right to move between items in the category. Content grid. Moving focus to an item will automatically speak details such as the description and rating after a brief pause while speaking. You can skip through info using the fast forward or rewind buttons and stop speech with the play pause button. The Queen's game. I just press the play pause button to silence that. So it's a very well constructed screen reading experience and you can continue to down arrow here and review various things. As I say, this is why I think of the home option as kind of like a shop window. Now I'll press the home key. Home, two of nine. If I press the left arrow, search, one of nine, there is a search feature here. And as we demonstrated when we installed the Fire TV, you can use the remote control, and that is accessible, but tedious. And that's not at all a criticism of Amazon, it's just that that's the user interface that you have when you have a small remote control like this. And that's where it's very handy to connect a Bluetooth keyboard. As I mentioned, we have the Logitech keyboard. We also have my Mantis, which is connected to this as well, only as a Bluetooth keyboard. Braille is not supported with it, whereas Braille is supported with several products on Apple TV. But because the Mantis can also just serve as a Bluetooth keyboard, it means that you can pair up to five Bluetooth devices and control those even just as a Bluetooth keyboard, 
which is handy if you're reading something in Braille on the couch and you want to use the same device to just make a change of some kind on the Fire TV. So I'll right arrow. Home. We're back to home. And I'll right arrow again. Live. Three of nine. This is live content, pretty self-explanatory. And if I down arrow to show you some of the things that are here. Black Friday on Amazon, Amazon Live, one of five. just in time for the holidays. From the latest electronics and fashion to kitchen gadgets, top toys, oh, tremendous. All right, Eric. Watch Thursday Night Football on Fire TV, two of five. Thursday Night Football is back, live on Prime Video. Right, Eric, again. Thanksgiving favorites on Food Network Kitchen, three of five. Russell Sprouts, pumpkin pie. With Thanksgiving around the corner, the Food Network Kitchen app is the place that you want to be. It's really fun to watch. Comfort. Watch NFL Next on Fire TV. It's Four of five. Season of NFL Next. There's blood in the water in the AFC West. Join host and finally, watch Thursday Night Football on Fire TV with X-Ray. Five of five. What was that? And if I down arrow again. Featured live TV apps. Sling TV. Button. Use up and down to move between categories such as new releases or comedy. There is a lot of stuff to just browse here, which I kind of find fun. All right, Arrow. YouTube TV button. Philo live and on-demand TV button. Pluto TV, it's free TV button. Hulu live and on-demand TV button. Twitch live stream multiplayer games button. ESPN for Fire TV, button. Red Bull TV, button. CBS All Access, button. AT&T TV, button. And that's the end of that row. Now if I down arrow again. Sponsored. Never lose the remote again. Mm. Remote Plus for $24.99, button. And once again, that app is on its own row, so I imagine it's quite prominent in terms of placement. If I down arrow. TV apps with subscription, ABC, watch full episodes and live TV, button. Now, this is one of the things, if you are coming at this from outside the United States, you probably want to be aware that a lot of this content is not going to be available for a couple of reasons. First, a lot of it requires a U.S. cable provider login. We don't have that, and that means that it does limit our ability to access a lot of this stuff. And even if you were to find a way around that through some willing friend in the United States or something, you would still then encounter some geo-blocking issues there. For rights reasons, a lot of this content is geo-blocked, and that means that you would need to use some of the techniques that I've discussed in my audiobook called Imagine There's No Countries, where you can use either a virtual private network, you would have to do that at the router level in this case, for it to work with the Fire TV, or one of those DNS systems that makes these geo-blocked services think that a request is coming in from a US IP address when it is not. And actually, those services, in my view, are better for this use case than a VPN, because with a VPN, you're channeling traffic through another network that can cause latency and it can also cause speed problems. So if you're really desperate enough, there are things you can try, but there is a lot of content here that you can watch without any of that jiggery-pokery. So that is the live section, which is the third on the main list here. I'll press the home key. Home, two of nine. And right arrow. Live, 
three of nine. One more right error. Your videos, four of nine. And these are videos that you've bought or marked in some way through the Prime service, because this is, of course, an Amazon product and they want you to consume their content. All right, Arrow. Free, five of nine. And free, free is good. So if we down Arrow here. Watch Alex Ryder, an IMDb TV original, for free on IMDb t- Holiday Movie Channel on Xumo, two of nine. Yeah, it's that time of year again, isn't it? All right, Arrow. Watch Chef for free on IMDb TV, 3 of 9. Hits for the holidays, 4 of 9. Now, I'm not actually pressing anything there, so it's scrolling through quite quickly. Watch episodes of Hot Ones for free on IMDb TV, hey, 5 on, of 9. There's a trailer there, and the I think it's the trailer that causes it to pause. Right <laughs> if you sit through the whole trailer, then it scrolls itself. Listen now on Pandora, 6 of 9. Watch Get Smart for free on IMDb TV, Oh my goodness, sorry about that, Chief. Listen up, people. We have a new agent. Watch the big short for free on IMDb TV. And so it goes on. So I'm going to press the home key. Home, two of nine. You heard reference to Pandora there. So this is a good time for me to mention that there are a lot of non-TV type things that you can do with your Fire TV. There's a TuneIn radio app. There's a Spotify app, as we saw during the install. I think my tuner radio is also on Fire TV. So there are some things that you can do. And that's no different really from Apple TV where they have apps like Carrot Weather and the 7-Minute Workout and various other apps that we actually have on our Apple TV. All right, Arrow. Live, three of nine. Your videos, free. Movies, six of nine. This will let you go in to have a look at various movies. And we've seen how that works as we've been browsing this already. So I'll write arrow. TV shows, seven of nine. Similarly with TV shows. Apps, eight of nine. Let's have a look at apps. I'm going to press select this time. Featured, one of three. And effectively, we're in an app store type situation. So the first is featured. And then if I write arrow. Games, two of three. And finally. Categories. Three of three. Let's down arrow and choose the categories. Business button. Communication button. I'm right arrowing. Customization button. Education button. Finance button. Food and drink button. Games button. Health and fitness button. Kids button. Lifestyle button. Local button. Magazines button. Medical button. Movies and TV button. Music and audio button. News button. Novelty button. Photo and video button. Productivity button. Reference button. Shopping button. Social button. Sports and fitness button. Transportation button. Travel button. Utilities button. Weather button. Those are the categories that are available. I'm going to scroll back. Utility, travel, but transport, sport, search, rep, movies, and TV. So it's quite TV responsive button. when you scroll back like that and quickly press the key. Medical, magazine, local, but life, kids, 
health and fitness button. And with the holidays coming up, it would be quite prudent to have a health and fitness app or two on the Fire TV. So I'll press select to go here. Apps. Pelotone. Transform any space and any equipment into your own private fitness studio. The immersive Pelotone experience is now available on your Fire TV M stream a variety of Pelotone workouts right in your home. Button, row one, column one. This is a product that I'm really interested in, but unfortunately, it has not made its way to New Zealand yet. You can't get their bikes, which is probably just as well for my bank balance. So I right arrow. Beachbody on demand. Welcome to Beachbody registered sign on demand. BOD trademark sign. Get ready to sweat. The BOD Fitness app gives you access to Beachbody's most popular and proven workout programs. Over 20 million people have already chosen to get fit with Beachbody because they get results. Please note, this app is used to access your current Beachbody On Demand subscription. Button, row 1, column 2. What I find really cool about the whole Fire TV user experience is the amount of information that as a screen reader user anyway, I can have access to without actually having to go in and open anything. So if I was in the iOS app store, for example, or the tvOS app store, I would have to open the page for the particular app I was looking at on the app store and find the description and read it. But with this, it's a very efficient browsing experience when you're just doing a bit of window shopping for apps because the description is right there without you having to do anything. Once you've arrowed to it, it just speaks. Guile for Fire TV, Conscious Yoga, Meditation, and Spirituality. Relaxing Records. Relaxing Records are experts in creating study music and concentration music, studying music, focus music, brain power music, reading music and learning. Daily Workouts Free, Home Fitness Workout Trainer your own personal trainer wherever you are. Quick and effective workouts. Mm. Features, dot 10 different 5 to 10 minute targeted workouts, dot 10 to 30 minute randomized full body workouts, dot 100 plus exercises, dot great for both men and women, dot video. You can browse this to your heart's content and then if there is an app that you want, you would select and there's a uh, get now button. If there is a charge for the app, then your credit card associated with your Amazon account will be charged and you will get a receipt in the email. So that works very similarly, say, to the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. So I'll press the home key. Home, two of nine. So even pressing home in that case took a while for me to return to the home screen. So it's a wee bit on the sluggish side and you do notice that. Let's now take a look at the integration of Amazon's voice assistant into the Fire TV. And I think we all know what that is called. When you're interacting with it on the Fire TV, you don't use the wake word. You hold down the button on the remote control. That's probably just as well because we are saturated with the soup drinker all around Mosin's house. We can yell at it from anywhere and get an answer from one of many devices. Even in here, for example, we have an Amazon Echo, which is kind of a legacy from, see, and it's responding to the wake word Amazon. You can probably hear that in the background there, which uh, is a legacy from before we got our Sonos Arc. Now, the Sonos Arc is also set 
to Amazon's assistant because we just prefer it to the alternatives. And of course, we have it also built into the Samsung TV and now in this Fire TV that we've purchased. I'm going to hold down the button at the top of the remote control just above where you would press for up arrow and have a chat with it. What's the weather today? I release the button. Right now in Grenada Village, it's 11 degrees Celsius with mostly sunny skies. Today's forecast has lots of clouds with a high of 15 degrees and a low of 11 degrees. And it has all the usual things. We can, for example, play blind technology trivia. Welcome to Blind Technology Trivia, version 2.0, by Jonathan Mosley. There we go. The game where we explore 35 years of tech trivia from the blindness world. And I will I'll be asking you stop. It'll even sing the technology song. And do all the things that you would expect. So it's very good. But of course, it is integrated with the TV aspects of this. And this is where it really shines. For example, I can say, watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Here you go. I've actually been meaning to watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix. We'll just give it a bit of time because sometimes... When I'm using it, I'm not clear whether I'm just required to wait a bit. And as you can appreciate, that's a reasonable assumption to make, given that sometimes this thing does take a while to do its thing. Or whether I need to take some sort of action. So we'll just give it a bit longer. Sometimes episodes just play or movies just play. And other times not. Now, I think I've given it long enough to assume that in this case it's not. So I'll just use one of the arrow keys here and see what's here. Apps, movies, and TV. The social dilemma button. The social dilemma. One hour, 35 minutes, 2020. Rated PG-13. This documentary drama hybrid explores the dangerous human impact of social networking, with tech experts sounding the alarm on their own creations. So in this case, it didn't just start to play. I have seen it do that. I have, for example, seen when we have been watching, say, The Crown on Netflix, I can say, play The Crown season four, episode three or whatever, and it will go ahead and do that. But I haven't yet worked out what causes it to do that and what causes it to just show up here where you then have to manually intervene. Perhaps someone more experienced with the Fire TV than me who's worked that out can uh, let us know about that. But the ability to just jump there and be where you need to be is a very nice feature. And it works across many of the platforms that the Fire TV supports. So the built-in Super Drinker support in the Fire TV is really well done. And that is, as you hear, nice and responsive. We'll go home again. Home, two of nine. And many of us listening to this are kind of geekily inclined. And so we want to know how configurable is this? What can you do? So let's right arrow. In fact, let's not do that. Since we've introduced the assistant, let's hold the button down. Open settings. Settings. Nine of nine. And now we'll down arrow. Two. Notifications. One. Settings. Nine of two. Notifications. One of thirteen. Oh, it says two notifications. That was confusing me because I thought that it was item two, but actually it is saying that there are two notifications. 
So let's pop in here and see what those notifications are. I'll press the select key. Notifications, App Store. App update available, QVC and HSN. Six days ago. Use left and right to move between items. I'll do that. Voice view, voice view settings, tap, then double tap to activate. November 19th. As we've found out, if we press the menu key, then we'll get hints and information that's contextually relevant to where we are now, which is really well implemented. If I double tap the menu key, we get the default menu behavior on the Fire TV. Let's see what happens when we do that here. Menu. Options. Dismiss. Heading. One of two. Dismiss all. Heading. So two I can two. dismiss all notifications by doing this, and I'll press select to do that. Notifications. No new notifications. Notifications. No new notifications. That's fine, so we'll press the back button. Two. Notifications. One of 13. It hasn't refreshed yet, but clearly there are now no notifications, so I'll down arrow. No, I'm going to have to right arrow here. So it takes a while to get used to when you down arrow and when you right arrow. That's because sometimes things appear here as a grid. Sometimes they appear as a list. So I'll right arrow. Network, 2 of 13. That's pretty obvious stuff. When we go in here, we can check Wi-Fi and other settings. I'll right arrow. Display and sounds, 3 of 13. Right arrow again. Applications, 4 of 13. Now, there are some things that could be of interest here, so we'll select this. Applications, Amazon Photos, 1 of 4. App Store, 2 of 4. Allow apps to update automatically. Control in-app purchases and manage how to open external market links. That is just brilliant. So even before I had a chance to go in and have a look at the settings, it gives me a kind of a pricey right here on this screen. Voice view is done very, very well on this product. Game circle, three of four. Manage installed applications, four of four. View and manage installed applications, including force stop, uninstall, clear data, and clear cache. Internal space, 2.80 gigabytes of 5.94 gigabytes available. Very handy hint again, telling me what I can do and also how much storage is available, which can be useful to know. I'll go in here. Applications. Show. All applications. One of 19. Alexa Shopping. Two of 19. Let's see what the hint says about this. Version. 2.0.59.0. Size. 54.18 megabytes. Storage. Application. 54.02 megabytes. Data, 160 kilobytes. Cache, cache, 24.00 kilobytes. Launch by default. No defaults set. Yay, geeks, knock yourself out. <laughs> With all of that information, that is really good. So it seems that the Super Drinker Shopping is a separate app in this case. So we'll go in here. Alexa Shopping, four stop, one of three. Clear data, two of three. Clear cache, three of three. So if you have problems with an app, you can Version force stop it. I'll go back. Applications, Alexa Shop, Amazon Free Time, three of 19. Amazon Music, four of... So as you hear, some of these are Amazon's own apps 
And I think this is a good strategy that they have separate apps for some of these key functions. And that means that even before there's an operating system update, they can push updates to these specific apps if there's a need to do so. Amazon Photos, 5 of 19. Apple TV, 6 of 19. There is an Apple TV app here. And initially, we had all sorts of trouble getting it to work. We had to go through several update processes of the Fire TV. When we tried to install the Apple TV app, repeatedly it said, you can't install this with the firmware you have. And we had to go through several update processes. And finally, the Apple TV app did install. We were able to sign in with the Apple ID. And then it behaved very similarly, in fact, to the experience that you have on the Apple TV, but in an Amazon context. App Store, 7 of 19. So the App Store is an app itself. That's Version. pretty cool. Disney Plus, 8 of 19. I've downloaded the Disney Plus app because we subscribe to Disney Plus and that seems very accessible. Downloads, 9 of 19. Fire TV Player, 10 of 19. Game Circle, 11 of 19. In case you've not been keeping up, uh, these are all in alphabetical order, which makes it handy when you're scrolling through a lot of apps. IMDb TV, Netflix, 13 of 19, Prime Video, 14 of 19, QVC and HSN, 15 of 19, Screensaver, 16 of 19, Spotify, 7, Tubi, 18 of YouTube, 19 of 19. And that's what I have installed at the moment. So a minimal number of third-party apps, but it's working well. I'm going to press the back button. Applications. Manage installed applications. Four of four. And now we'll go back again. Use up and down applications. Four of 13. And right arrow. Equipment control. Five of 13. And we'll get a hint as to what this does. No, no hint this time. I wonder what happens if I press the menu button. Use left and right no. to move okay. between items. So we'll go in here and have a look at equipment control. Equipment control. Equipment control. Automatic. One of two. Use up and down to move between items. Control your TV and audio equipment with Fire TV and Alexa. Number down arrow. Manage equipment. Two of two. Fine tune how Fire TV controls your TV, audio and other equipment. This would contain features such as HDMI SEC. For example, when I press the power button on the Fire TV remote, because HDMI SEC is talking to our Samsung TV, it can switch the TV off from the Fire TV remote control. All pretty nifty when it works. Equipment control. 5 of 13. Our right arrow. Controllers and Bluetooth devices. 6 of 13. That's pretty self-explanatory, right? So if you want to pair a keyboard, be it a Logitech keyboard that has multifunction, or perhaps you want to dedicate a keyboard to the Fire TV or use an APH Mantis, you go in here to set it up. It's a really straightforward process. Alexa, 7 of 13. And let's see what options we have for her. So we'll go in. Alexa. Alexa app. One of two. And? Thanks to try. Two of two. All right. So what does it say when we go in here? Alexa app. One of Alexa app. The Alexa app helps you get more out of your Alexa voice experience. 
You can use the app to set up your music services, view to-do and shopping lists on the go, and see a history of your requests. You can also manage account settings, such as voice purchasing through Alexa. To download the Alexa app, visit alexa.amazon.com on a mobile device, or go to alexa.amazon.com on a computer to access the app in a browser. So it seems slightly erroneous to have this here because essentially it's an ad for the mobile app. But anyway, here it is. We'll press the back button. Alexa, Alexa app, one of two. And then when we down arrow. Thanks to try, two of two. Press select to learn what you can do with Alexa. Make sure to speak to Alexa in English. Many people will be familiar with what you can do, but in case you don't have one, let's just quickly show you this. Alexa, ask questions. One of 24. Oh my goodness, so there's 24 things. Use up and down to check your calendar. Two of 24. Control music with your voice. Three of Control smart home devices. Four of 24. Control video with your voice. Discover music. Six of Control video with your voice. Five of 24. If you don't have a Fire TV, this one might actually be of interest to you, even if you're an experienced Amazon Echo user. So I'm going to select this one. Control video with your voice. In addition to using the buttons on your Fire TV remote, you can ask Alexa to control video playback when watching Amazon videos or Amazon channels. I'll go back. Alexa, control video with your voice. Discover music. Find content on your Fire TV. 7 of 24. All right, let's go in here. Find content on your Fire TV. Ask Alexa to find movies, TV shows, apps, games, and more. Try these. Ah, okay. So it may be that there is actually more information in these sections and that what I need to do here is go into review mode. To do that, I hold down the menu key. Review mode on. And now we will just check the granularity here because this is, as I said in the install, kind of Android-like. Character. Word. Sentence. Element. Sentence. Where, where, where? Word. Character. Element. Sentence. Okay, so there's no... Element. There's no paragraph. We'll, we'll try element, see what that does. Search for action movies. Oh, okay, yeah. Find content on your Fire TV. Ask Alexa to find movies, TV shows, apps games and more try these right now that i have set it to element this is a bit like flicking right on a phone or tablet so if i press the right arrow we'll get to the next element find content on your fire tv ask alexa search for west world search for action movies search for west world i'm right arrowing now and going between elements look for racing games search for cbs news Find Iron Man. Find cooking apps. And that's the end. And that really big loud tells us that we're at the end. It's kind of like the bonk that you hear when you're flicking right on a smartphone or tablet. Cool. Now we'll get out of review mode. Review mode off. By holding down the menu button. And now I'll press the back button. Alexa, find content on your Fire TV. 7 of 24. I'll down arrow. Find local businesses and restaurants, 8 of 24. Find traffic information, 9 of 24. Get updates on the weather, 10 of 20. Go to the movies, 11 of 24. Hear the news, 12 of 20. Keep up with your favorite sports teams, 13. 
Keep track of important tasks and items to purchase. 14 of 24. Launch apps with your voice. 15 of 24. Listen to audiobooks. 16 of 24. Listen to Amazon Music. 17 of 24. Listen to stations, shows and more. 18 of 24. And indeed, unless you're in the United Press Kingdom select. where TuneIn has got some issues to deal with there, you can use the Fire TV and the voice assistant to simply say play Mushroom FM and that does work, which is really cool. And I suppose this is one of the big benefits, isn't it, that the soup drinker plays such a big part in many of our lives that to have it on the Fire TV, listen to audible books, all that kind of stuff, it really is quite compelling. Order products from Amazon. 19 of 24. Play videos. 20 of 24. Read Kindle books. Request music. 22 of. Switch between profiles. Tw- Use these anytime. 24 of 24. And there we are, a very compelling summary of why this is such an attractive proposition with uh, the voice assistant support that Amazon offers. So we'll press the back button. Alexa, thanks to try. 2 of 2. And we'll go back again. Alexa, 7 of 13. And continue to traverse the settings Use by pressing right, right arrow. Between item. Preferences, 8 of 13. We'll go and have a look at preferences. We'll see what the hint says here. Nothing. All right, so we'll go in. Preferences, parental controls, 1 of 10. Privacy settings, 2 of 10. Any hint for this one? Manage device privacy settings. All right, and we'll down arrow. Data monitoring, 3 of 10. Notification settings, 4 of 10. Featured content, 5 of 10. Manage video and audio in the featured content area on home. We spent quite some time looking at featured content, so let's check out the degree to which we can customize what we see there. Preferences. Allow video autoplay on. One of two. I wanted to show you this in case the auto-playing of videos bothers you. I actually quite like it. I like quickly accessing the trailers as I move through. If you don't like that, and I can understand why you might not, then you can disable it in here. Allow audio autoplay on. Two of two. There we are. So that's what's in here. We'll go back. Preferences. Featured content. Five of ten. Sync recent content. On. Six of ten. Location. Six oh three seven. 7 of 10. That's my postal code. Set time zone. 8 of 10. Language. 9 of 10. Metric units. On. 10 of 10. All right, and we'll go back. Preferences. 8 of 13. My Fire TV. 9 of 13. We'll go in here and have a look at what's on offer in this section. My Fire TV. About. 1 of 6. Developer options. 2 of 6. Legal and compliance. Sleep, 4 of 6. Restart, 5 of 6. Reset to factory defaults, 6 of 6. All right. And then we go, we'll go back up. Re- developer op- about. And have one a look at the six. about section. My Fire TV. Fire TV stick, 1 of 4. Storage, 2 of 4. Network, 3 of 4. Check for updates, 4 of 4. I'll go back. My Fire TV. About. One of six. My Fire TV. Nine of thirteen. And now we're back in the main settings screen. Use All right, error. Right. Accessibility. All 10 right. 13. I'm sure there's plenty of interest in this. Let's go into the accessibility settings for this Fire TV stick. 
Accessibility, closed caption, one of six. Voice view, two of six. Let's look at the voice view settings. Voice view screen reader, voice view, on, one of eight. Down arrow. Reading speed, one X, normal, two of eight. And I've set it to 1x for the purpose of this demo. I think it's a pretty good speed for people who might not be familiar with the speech. But if we go in here. Voice view screen reader. 0.66x, slowest, not checked, 1 of 10. And now we can down arrow. 0.8x, not checked, 1x, normal, checked, 3 of 10. 1.25x, 1.5x, All right, let's listen to what 1.5 sounds like. Voice view screen reader, reading speed, 1.5x, 2 of 8. Verbosity, 3 of 8. Reading speed, 1.5x. So now it's popped me out, and 1.5x is the speed that we've selected. I'll go back in. Voice view screen reader, 0.66x, 0.8x, 1x, 1.25x, 1.5x, 1.75x, not 2x, not checked. Should we ever listen to 2x? Voice view screen reader, reading speed, 2x, 2 of 8. Verbosity, 3 of 8. Reading speed, 2x, 2 of 8. Okay, so I still find that very comfortable Adjust at 2x. We'll go in. Voice view screen reader, 0.66x, slowest. I'm going to up arrow now. No, I can't do that, so we'll down arrow. 1.5x, 1.75x, 2x, 2.5x, not checked, 8 of 10. 3x, not checked, 9 of 10. 4x, fastest, not checked, wow. 8 of 10. Okay, now we Adjust will choose 4x speaks. and see how we go. Voice view screen reader, 4x, fastest, 2 8. Body, 3 8. All right, so now we're back to 4x. I'll go back in. All right, so I'll choose 1x. Voice view screen reader. Reading speed, 1x, normal, 2 of 8. Man, it sounds really slow now that I've done it. <laughs> All right, so we'll down arrows. Verbosity, 3 of 8. And we'll go into verbosity. Voice view screen reader. Speak window and container context on one of eight. Speak roll on two of eight. Item types such as button or check box. Speak window and container context on one of eight. Plenty of hints here, so let's listen. The context of current area. For example, the title of the current window is verbosity. Now we're down arrow. Speak roll on two of eight. Item types such as button or check box. Speak index on 3 of 8. The location and count of items in current group such as item 1 of 3. Yeah, I get a little tired of this quite quickly. And when I'm using this normally, I switch this one off. But I did put it back on for the purpose of this demo. It's nice to know once that you're in a list of, say, 8 items. But then when it says it every time... It's kind of tedious, and it would be really nice if they could work out a way where you heard how many items were in the group at the start of the group, but that it didn't consistently repeat it every time you arrowed. I'll just make sure that's actually not there. Off. Okay, now it's just an on-off toggle. I thought that was the case. On. Or down arrow. Speak usage ends. On. Four of eight. Tips for interacting with current area of the UI, such as double tap to activate. This is another thing that I usually switch off. And the reason why is that if I do want the hint, I can always press the menu key at any time. 
So this is the default, and I've left it that way for the demo. But if you prefer, you can disable that. Speak screen description off five of eight. Describes screen layout and usage. When off, only speaks first time. Speak described by on six of eight. Information related to the currently focused item. Speak state before long titles. Experimental off seven of eight. The state of items such as checked, selected, disabled will be spoken before the item label. Yeah, I can understand why that would be handy. So it's great that they're experimenting with that. Reset to default, 8 of 8. And if you've been playing and you just want Voice View to talk the way it used to when you got it out of the box, there's an option to do that right here. We'll go back out of the verbosity settings. Voice View screen reader. Speech volume. Match device volume. 4 of 8. Use up and down to move between items. All right, so we don't have any specific hint here. We'll go in here and have a look. Voice view screen reader. Match device volume. Checked. One of nine. 90% of device volume. Not checked. Two of nine. And then we have a range of settings Adjust for the, volume the of device voice volume. View speech. All right. We'll go out of here. I like it the way it is. Voice view screen reader. Speech volume. Match device volume. Four of eight. Sounds volume. 40% of device volume. 5 of 8. Key echo. Characters. 6 of 8. Let's listen to the hint. Adjust what is announced when entering text. And we'll show you how that works. Voice view screen reader. None. Not checked. 1 of 4. Characters. Checked. 2 of 4. Words. Not checked. Th characters and words. So, the usual selections there. Voice view screen reader. Key echo. Punctuation level. Sum. 7 of 8. And that's pretty standard stuff as well. And finally, voice view tutorial, 8 of 8. We've got the voice view tutorial, which is something we looked at during the install. It's very good. And if you take the time to read that tutorial, become familiar with it, you'll be up and running with this in no time. Accessibility, voice view, 2 of 6. We're down arrow. Text banner, 3 of 6. Displays text related to the focused item in a box with customizable font size, colors, and more. A great feature for low vision users. Well done, Arrow. Screen magnifier off. And another of great six. feature for low vision users. Enables the use of button combinations to magnify the screen. Oh, down Arrow. High contrast text. Experimental off. Five of six. Changes text to black or white and adds a border. And finally, audio description, six of six. Oh, yes, we'll go in here. Allows you to add an audio track containing a verbal description of images and actions to over-the-air channels and prime video content. We'll press select. Accessibility, prime video, on, one of one. And that's what's here at the moment, prime video. So this feature controls audio description for prime video. Similarly to other devices of its kind, if you want audio description on other services, such as Netflix and Disney+, and in this instance, Apple TV, you'll need to choose the appropriate language, so English audio description, from the list. Interestingly, I have seen a little bit more selection on some apps than I have elsewhere. 
For example, I've seen English audio description and then English audio description 5.1 appearing in some places. So that's great. Hopefully, eventually, we'll get to that point with Atmos content too. We'll go back. Accessibility. And now back again. Audio. Accessibility. 10 of 13. Only three more Use options in the right. settings to go. Help. 11 of 13. We'll write arrow. Child profiles. 12 of 13. You can set up child profiles. That's pretty self-explanatory. And we'll write arrow for the final option in settings. My account. 13 of 13. And that's where we can go in and have a look at the Amazon account. So that's a demonstration and review of the Fire TV stick. Overall, I really like this product. It is a little slow and I imagine eventually there will be a new version out that is running a super duper much faster processor. And I'll probably be in line for that. I would like it to be a little less laggy at loading apps and performing a few functions. But voice view is beautifully implemented here. It would be great to see Braille support added at some point, but it's a very nice experience. And as I said at the beginning of this part of it, we do tend to use the Fire TV more than any other way of accessing content. We now have the apps on the Samsung TV, which I think suffers from the pretty dodgy text to speech that's on that TV still. They could do better after all these years. And of course, we have Apple TV, and that's still a very good product. It is much faster. But there's just something about having Amazon's voice assistant so accessible while you do these things, the ability to go straight to certain titles on a wide range of platforms, which I can't do with Apple TV in New Zealand, is great. And it just feels like a very well-implemented, accessible experience. And the price is right, too. You can pick these up at a pretty good price. To contribute to Mosin at Large, you can email Jonathan, that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, at mushroomfm.com by writing something down or attaching an audio file. Or you can call our listener line. It's a US number, 864-60-MOSIN. That's 864-606-6736. Mosin at Large.